welcome to the Let's Decode Stigma podcast. My school was like triple his. I think in the end we worked it out. I'd kiss like over 50 people with tongues in like under three minutes. Which, when you think about it, is pretty disgusting. And I'm not surprised I've got glandular fever. In advance, but, you know, it's your fault because you took wrong one bit. I'm sorry I blocked you. It's just because I was obsessed with your profile at the time. I was quite concerned that I was actually going to be traded in for a camel. Like, I think he would have picked the camel over me at this point. In Norfolk, that... I just deleted it straight away. I was like, this is depressing. I cannot stay here if this is my dating life. Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of Let's Decode Stigma. Today I'm going to talk about a topic that in itself is quite controversial and it gets a bad name quite a lot. So I'm going to talk about dating as a vegan, dating a vegan. I've got a few perspectives to give and I myself am a vegan. It's something that I am quite passionate about but I don't believe I'm a pushy vegan um so probably to set the scene i need to explain why i've gone vegan i'm not going to talk about the standard reasons it's quite clear why people don't eat meat or dairy for me the reason i went vegan is actually quite a funny story for those of you that went to university you'll really understand this for those of you didn't here's a little insight into the world that is sharing with people that you don't know so in first year i lived in a 12 person little house and um as you can appreciate 12 people in a house just thrown in together is a bit of a hit and miss situation i remember when my sister went to uni she had to fill in this questionnaire where it was like about her interests what course she was studying and i think the theory was that they like matched you up she actually didn't like anyone in her house so it didn't work but with mine they just you actually went on and had to select your room in which house you wanted. So it was like very random and it was a very mixed bunch of people. I'm very lucky. Two of my best friends now are from the house. The other people, I mean, well, very interesting stories happened there. But there was one particular guy who didn't shower, used to go on like those nights out where he wouldn't come back until like, the next morning and then he'd sit on the sofa downstairs and not shower and we all know that when you come back from a night out like you're oozing booze and probably a bit sweaty because you've been dancing or whatever you've been doing and you really should clear up your act and he'd sit downstairs for days in the same clothes he went out in and he'd stink out the whole flat so he was he was pretty grim and um one day i caught him using my milk which is fine in itself like, I don't mind using it for a bit of tea I'm not that precious but he actually drank from the milk carton and when you know that person hasn't showered in a few days or probably brushed their teeth in however long it makes you feel physically sick and at that point I was like right that's it I'm not drinking milk again and I switched to soy milk straight away I was like that's it done and I'd already like kind of been cutting out my meat at uni just because quite a few people do that at uni because you can't bother to cook meat or it's expensive and it goes out of date or whatever um so I'd like been reducing my meat switched to soy milk and that was in first year and then by the time I moved so then I decided to go vegetarian and I was vegetarian for six months 
and the only thing I was still eating was be uh, was feta, halloumi, and eggs. And I, I did live off those three things actually. But I thought, oh, and chocolate. And I thought, it's a bit ridiculous that I. I'm not going to cut it out because by this point I had started to watch a few. I'd started to follow Earthling Ed and James Hepsey on Instagram, who are quite strong activists. Um, and I'd be watching these videos and I'd be crying and I was like, right, this is ridiculous. I'm just going to go vegan. So I went vegan because essentially the catalyst was some grim person drinking out of my milk, which then led me into not consuming dairy. And I think for most people, it's the dairy aspect that's the hard part, not so much the meat part, because a lot of people go vegetarian, but then they really struggle with the dairy. So because I'd cut out the milk and I'd stopped eating, like, cheese as such, it was it was a bit of an easier transition. And I think because that was... Because my movement into veganism was not from a very hard place, like, it was quite a... It's quite a natural transition. I think I am a bit of a different vegan to those who are like the activist kind who are just disgusted. Mine was a lifestyle change that has been, that as I've kind of gotten into it, I've then been immersed into the, more into the activism side and as to why and, but I changed my lifestyle and then I changed my moral beliefs. Whereas I think other people do the moral beliefs which change their lifestyle. So I think there's two different types of vegan out there. And I think that might be why my view on dating vegans is different to other people's. Um, And this is a topic that, like I say, it won't be relatable for all of you. But they expect that veganism in the UK alone will grow 327% this year. So it might not affect you right now. But I think they said by 2025, a quarter of the whole population will be vegan or vegetarian. So there's a high chance at some point in the next five years, you will date a vegan or a vegetarian. And this might give you a little bit of an insight as to the vegan's perspective and also the non-vegan's perspective. So I reached out to like quite a few other vegans to find out what their opinion is because I do know that quite strong vegans like the really pushy ones the activist ones will not date other people who are not vegan and I wanted to get a perspective from them because for me I I think that's quite closed book and someone actually put in one of the comments when I asked on a feed they said, if I didn't date non-vegans, I wouldn't date at all. Like, and I totally agree. I've grown up in Norfolk, and even still, I get a lot of comments. And people here, they said, actually, that Norwich is, like, the third best city for vegan food. Uh, but I wouldn't say there's that many vegans here. Or I never seem to date them. It might be because I have a very specific type. And... I go for like very athletic-y gym people who the first comment they always say to me is, but how do you get enough protein? And 
my friends will know it really winds me up when people do that and my dad's recent partner that was her first question I was in the garden doing a workout and she was obviously like asking my dad about it and he just went and got my protein bag out of the cupboard he was like oh she uses this and I came in and I was like what are you doing and he said oh Amanda asked where you get your protein from so I showed her your protein I went yeah that's not where I get my protein from like as a gym boy would top up their protein with a shake every day or like add to it I can get a normal amount of protein from just food I just use that to add when I'm like cutting or whatever so it's one of those things where people just don't understand it and because I date that certain type of person it's a bit harder for them to like that is the first question it just really gets me um and I had quite a few interesting responses as to like the negatives that we got were things like one person said that they were forced to eat meat and I actually did have an experience similar not with meat but I'd gone to I'd gone to a works barbecue for my ex-boyfriend and he was very uptight about the whole situation like I mean yeah it was about like you've got to impress everyone blah 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 blah. and I was like well would there be food for me because if not I'd rather eat before like do you know what I mean he was like no there'll definitely be food there for you they know you're vegan blah blah blah. and we got there and there was literally nothing for me to eat and obviously everyone was drinking all day and it was just one of those situations where you're made to feel awkward and you're made to feel difficult and obviously because he'd been so like you have to impress everyone which in hindsight I appreciate is not very good behavior in a relationship and quite toxic he it was just I felt uncomfortable and it felt like I had to eat something and um so I can kind of see where they're coming from in that respect I don't think I'd ever digress to eat meat but you definitely do get that in situations where you're made to feel like an inconvenience and nowadays you really shouldn't because there's so many choices out there for you like I can pretty much eat anywhere now anywhere whereas when I went vegan three years ago it was a lot harder and there was only a few places to go and you'd only have one choice whereas now there's everywhere's got a vegan menu and I I don't know whether this is stemmed from being vegan or whether it's I actually think it's a it's a me thing I don't like to do if I go on a I don't like to do dinner dates as a first date <laughs> someone listening to this is going to pop a laugh at me now because I literally went on a dinner date with him um I I just find it a bit uncomfortable because especially when you don't know the person when you're trying to get to know someone and you're like half like you're trying to eat it's just really awkward and then to top that off if you then had to be like oh by the way I'm vegan we've got to find a suitable place three years ago that would have been a bit harder whereas now like I said you can go anywhere so you don't have to bring it up until you see them because one of the other comments someone said was I don't like to put it on my profile because people are very judgmental and it's so much better if you can explain why you're vegan and what has led you to this point in life face to face because I think people always presume that vegans are very hard very militant very if you don't fit within our box that's it and we're not like all of us came on a journey very few people are born vegan at who are my age for example 
everyone has transitioned and there's there's a few people who have grown up vegetarian but I would say there's not many people that have grown up vegan so we've all come on this journey so f- for me personally I would never judge anyone for not I would judge someone for being shut off to it but it's so much better for them to be curious face to face than on text because things can be misconstrued and then on the flip side someone said I always put it out there straight away because then they know what they're getting themselves in for and I think yes to a degree but knowing them knowing what they get themselves in for just sounds quite negative like my dietary requirements don't impact me as a person or whether we're a good match in my opinion like if I like you and I fancy you and we get on why does what I put in my body have an impact on that? Yes, I understand that being vegan is quite... I'm going to say it's going to be it's quite selfish in a relationship. Not in a negative way, but I, for example, when we get to a point where we're cooking for each other, I will always cook you vegan food, obviously. If you come over to my house and I'm like, I'll cook us dinner, it will be vegan. Likewise, if you then have to cook for me, you have to cook me something vegan. Now, and the selfish part is that you have to cook me something vegan, but I would not cook you meat because I d- I'm not gonna. I'm gonna make a meal that we can both have. I'm not gonna cook a, two separate ones. I, which I guess is the thing. So, if you're dating a vegan, you do kind of have to like give up that bit. So. I can see why people think it's selfish and like that's where I think you have to date people who are open to it. So if they're not open to it, it won't work because if they're not willing to try the food, then you won't ever eat together. And so I've just moved home during lockdown. I moved home um, for the summer and I live with my dad. And one of my biggest issues is we live together and we never eat together like he's eaten two vegan meals that I've cooked and I've been here now four months and for me when you live with someone the nicest part about it is like when you eat dinner together and like that's the proper time where you have like proper conversations and he wouldn't eat what I eat so it made it quite difficult and the only time he's done it is like when my sister was here and I cooked for me and my sister and he we basically like we're having family dinner tonight so my sister's celiac as well and we were like so it was all gluten-free vegan to be honest it tasted incredible and he was like yeah this is quite nice actually and he's very shut off to it so if I was dating someone who was similar to that and wouldn't be open then it wouldn't work because I I love to cook for people it's like one of my favorite things to do and if I couldn't cook for you then and you weren't going to eat it or enjoy it and then there would be an issue so I kind of see it in that respect and I see it from the non-vegans respect of uh, why do I have to change my diet to fit around you but you don't just when we're eating together so like if we went out for dinner my view is that if you then ate meat that's fine because I used to eat meat so for me to then be judgy and be like because I've had it before people are like oh does it make you uncomfortable that I'm eating meat in front of you and I'm like no because I'm the only vegan in my friendship group so I'd I'd never go out for dinner with my friends 
and I can't say to my friends, oh, you can't eat me in front of me. Like, that's... My friends are really good, and they are always willing to try stuff. Like, we went to Amsterdam for my birthday, and there's this vegan junk food bar, and if any of you ever go to Amsterdam, it is incredible. Um, I'm going to put a picture on my Instagram later. It's honestly the look of love in my face when I'm eating that burger is unreal. Obviously, it was my birthday, so I kind of got like, you know, I got to pick where we went. And everyone tried the food and everyone enjoyed it. And like, it just comes down to that, like being open and being happy to try things. And similarly, on my birthday weekend this year, we all went to like a barn in the hot, had a hot tub and stuff. And the whole weekend, was pretty much I'd say it's ninety five percent vegan, and like I did all the cooking for everyone, and everyone was like, "Wow, this food's amazing! Like, it's so nice!" Like my mate Bradley was like, "These fajitas are like better than normal ones," and then he tried to recreate it for someone, and he was like, "So it didn't taste as good as yours? What did you do?" So it's just things like that. Like I think for me, it's about. I love to show people that vegan food can taste really nice. It's one of them things. I get so much joy when someone's face bites into something. And they're like, oh, wow, that tastes incredible. Because everyone's under the expectation that vegan food is salad. Like, you always get the jokes like, oh, what are you having for dinner? Just some leaves. And although you just roll your eyes at it now, three years in, you can make incredible vegan food and someone commented so I put all these threads in these vegan groups and someone who I know through quite a few mutual friends had put a really nice long comment on there about how she believes that dating non-vegans like refusing to date vegans is very backwards and very bad for the movement because it just sets us in a whole bad tone and she actually when I went to reply to it the comment had gone and I messaged her and I said thank you for your comment, Um, it's disappeared, but I totally agree with everything you said, I think it's detrimental to veganism if we say we won't date anyone that's not vegan, and she said, yeah, I took the comment off because my opinion was the opposite to everyone else on the thread, and I didn't want the militant vegans coming after me, so the fact that as vegans, we don't feel like we can be open and honest without the militant ones coming after us is the issue like of course you wouldn't want to date a vegan who is sitting across from you judging every decision you make that's that doesn't set us in a good stead at all whereas when we do it our way a bit more passive and like oh try this try the other like i dated someone this year and they started drinking oat milk and they were like, when I broke things off, they were like, oh, so now you've got me addicted to oat milk and now you're like beating me off. And I was like, yeah, that's how I do it. Uh, that's how my, I work in vegan activism. I date people, I get them hooked, get them to reduce their meat and then I move on to the next one, like slowly spreading the vegan seed. And obviously it's a joke, but if I'd have gone in the other way and been like, no, I won't date you until unless you're vegan well, that's not going to spread veganism at all in a good light, is it? So I think that it just comes down to that. How do you want to be perceived? And do you want to be a militant vegan or not? Like, I can't I can't stand being around them because it makes, oh, it makes me uncomfortable. 
So if, and it makes me feel like if I there are certain aspects of my life that are not a hundred percent vegan, but should I be judged for that? No, it's a journey, and I think every step that you take towards it is better than not at all. So I had a conversation with someone at work who said who was going on about it and said, I don't understand because I could, she said, I could be vegetarian, but I could never be vegan because I'd have to do everything perfectly and I wouldn't be able to. And I was like, but surely doing something is better than nothing. Like, I just don't understand that notion of having to be perfect in it because none of us ever are really. And there's going to be times that you slip up. You have to, when you go out for a meal, you have to 100% put trust in the restaurant or, and especially when you're traveling, if you go traveling in Asia, it's near enough impossible to be 100% true to veganism. And you can't impact your travels or stop your life because some chef might have or may have not, may contain milk or, and that's the same with dating. Like, you can't just stop it. Like, it's a journey, like I said. Um... And then something else that someone said on there, which I found very interesting, was how it was perceived as anti-feminist and unmanly. This um, guy had commented on my post and basically said, it's very political, which I agree, it is very political. And they said that apparently they perceived him as a vegan to be anti-feminist. And because they then related it to them and I'm not sure I I can't get my head around how anyone would ever perceive a vegan as anti-feminist because we're all about how like you are like the keeper of your body and you shouldn't abuse other beings like it's all about how we don't want to why should we make decisions for animals they should do you know, that type of thing like why do we impregnate cows all the time to get milk like that's abuse so surely that's I don't know like I just couldn't really get my head around that part and unmanly I actually think it's completely the opposite there's so there's a couple of like people online who are because like I said before boys gym boys especially are like you couldn't go vegan have to eat meat wouldn't get enough protein there are so many boys who are stacked and are vegan and you can do it and you can do it in a natural and healthy way like I say yes you have to eat a lot more food um like you have to have bigger portions and you have to eat more regularly which in my opinion is not an issue but like how could it be perceived as unmanly? Actually, I think it's probably more manly. It's a bit like that whole like caring thing that I talked about before when boys are brought up differently to girls. Like my stepmom actually said the other day, I won't have my son crying in school. And I looked at her and she went, I know, I know, you said it on your podcast. And I'm like, she was like, he'll be picked on. And I'm like, yes, he would be picked on. But also there's nothing wrong with him crying about something. That he's If he's stressed or he's upset, like that's a good thing that he lets out his emotions so it's similar to this like being caring for other beings on this planet and the planet itself 
is actually quite a nice trait. So I'm not sure why it'd ever be perceived as being unmanly. And like I say, you can definitely get the protein in and everything that you need to like look like a bro without actually eating the meat. So um, I'm not sure where these people have got their views from. But I think it's a more of an ignorance thing. Because people don't understand it, then they get these beliefs and they they might see the militant vegans, the ones that stand in the street with the masks on about fur. And don't get me wrong, they're doing a very good job. I'm just not that type of vegan. I'm, like I said, I'm more of a passive vegan. But people perceive all vegans to be very activist. And I, I don't get me wrong, I probably couldn't date someone like that either. If someone had very strong beliefs about... I can't think about what anyone would have a strong belief about but if someone has very strong beliefs about something and I had to follow it to a line when it wasn't my belief from day dot I wouldn't want to date them either so I can totally see it from their perspective Um, so I think basically what it all comes down to is if you show me the level of respect that I show you then it's fine. Like, dating non-vegans, like, not, sorry, as a vegan, if I didn't date vegans, I think it's very backwards for the movement. And if you're going to date a vegan, be curious, ask questions, try stuff. Like, trying a vegan meal won't kill you. you. You'll probably be actually pleasantly surprised. And I think that's, the crux of it all like veganism's got a bad rep for sure but it's similar to like my sister who is celiac imagine if people were like oh i'm not dating you because you're gluten-free well that's ridiculous notion like she has to be gluten-free like hers is actually like a medical condition like you're not going to not date someone because they're they can't eat something so why is it different for me and I guess it is a bit more of a pain like when you meet family and stuff but most people are understanding I have had a few situations I had a family party the other day and and when I say party during COVID I mean like outside like there was only like 10 of us or whatever and six of them are from one household and um I I get it all the time and I just roll my eyes now and I said I'm not having this conversation like it's my godmother's 70th birthday we're not gonna chat about it and one of the guys was like so his son owns a pub and they were talking about how they had some bookings left at Christmas and he said uh they got someone called and said we want a table for four and we have what two vegans and the guy said no sorry we're fully booked because he said it was too much effort to make a vegan meal and I'm like, a roast dinner is so easy to make vegan because they were like, the whole thing rolls around turkey. Right, no one actually enjoys the turkey at Christmas because I used to eat it and I used to enjoy every other part of it. Like, you can make vegan pigs in blankets now. You can make vegan Yorkshires, vegan roast potatoes. All the veg is obviously vegan. Like, so essentially, make a quick nut loaf, which you would be making for the veggies anyway. Just don't put eggs or whatever in it. And you're done. Like, it's not complicated. And then the guy went... And I said, to be fair, I wouldn't want to eat somewhere that doesn't want to cater for me. There's a pub down the road and there's no vegan option on it. 
it, but it just said we can accommodate your dietary requirements. No, put an option on there for me. It's 2020. It's not difficult. And the guy said, I don't understand why there's vegan restaurants. Like they should sell meat too. And I turned around and I said, but you wouldn't go to an Italian and ask for an Indian meal, would you? Like you wouldn't go to a gluten-free restaurant and say, oh, I want a loaf of normal bread. No. Like most pubs are not described as a meat eatery. Like even steak places like Middleton's now does a vegan steak. So if they can do it, why would a normal pub that does like just British food not make a vegan option? I think it's ridiculous. It's 2020, guys. Move forward. And yeah, in those situations, it is a bit awkward. Christmas is a bit of a pain. I get that. Um, but it's like one time in here. And actually, if you're open and willing to try things, then it's not at all. So I think like I've waffled on now for about half an hour about this as you can see it's something I'm quite passionate about I I think it's quite refreshing when you start to date someone who says who's just curious about so these are like my top tips for dating a vegan if you're not a vegan be curious be open and willing to try any questions you have just ask like if I do something or I don't eat something or I am using a product at home, for example, and you say, like, oh, what's that? Like, I have, like, obviously, like, vegan multivitamins and vegan omega-3. Like, if you're like, oh, why do you take these? Ask me the questions. Or, like, oh, so your diet, do you get enough protein? Do you get enough iron? And et cetera, et cetera. Like, I'd say for me, when I track, the only thing I'm down on is iron. But I take a supplement for that. But a lot of people are anemic and they eat meat. So actually, it's not necessarily a vegan thing. But if you ask me in like an open question, like I'm interested way, fine. Um, I'd say something that's really big for me is like when you are willing to cook for me. Like I love to cook for people and I'm more than happy to do it. But if you're willing to actually go out of your way to like try and make something nice for me, like well you're in already a guy at work laughed at me and I was talking about how I just I love food it's like my favorite thing and I, he was like so food's the way to your heart and I was like a hundred percent like a hundred percent and he's like you do know I used to be a chef right and I was like well yeah cook for me then so I guess and like just don't be shut down to anything and or ashamed of me being a vegan like I think that's a big thing um and then for vegans, dating non-vegans, I'd say be open and honest from the get-go. Like, don't try and hide it. So on my first date with my ex, we just went for drinks. And I was like, oh, this was like, I don't even vegan in like four months at this time. And I was like, oh, perfect. I, I don't have to disclose that I'm vegan. I can keep that a secret a bit longer. And then we went to a whiskey bar. And I thought, that'd be fine. Just won't order the whiskey with honey in it. Sorted. And the guy was like, I was like, I looked, I said to the bartender, I was like, I don't drink whiskey, so you're going to have to give me a recommendation. He was like, oh, I'll make you this one, and we'll put some chocolate on the top. And I was like, oh, no, no, hold the chocolate. And he was like, no, no, you need the chocolate. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, no, my plan is ruined. So I had to then be like, no, I'm vegan. And then obviously that spiraled the whole conversation. And I, I don't actually know why I wasn't. I think it's probably because I was a new vegan and I was still finding my feet. 
but now I'm very much more open and honest about it. But like someone else said, I don't do it until I'm face to face with them. So if they do want to go for a meal and they suggest somewhere, I just quickly go online and check that there's an option for me. And then I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Or if not, I'd be like, oh, no, how about this instead? Uh, because otherwise, and you do always get the, oh, you're one of those comments, which someone put on one of my posts, which I thought was really funny, uh, because you get that all the time. And, oh, it's just a trend. Oh, it's not just a trend, hun. Like, going to save the planet, but don't you worry. Um, and then the other top tip would be, don't be pushy. Like, people will learn, and as you educate them, and they become less ignorant to it, and they realise that the food tastes nice now and you can eat anywhere and you can actually just really enjoy life and it's not restricting, people will start to cut their meat out and or their dairy. Like the girl I live with in second year, I wasn't pushy. She ate meat in the house. She cooked meat in the house. Doesn't bother me. You're not forcing me to eat it. She then switched to soy milk because she like ran out of milk one day used mine put it in her tea and was like actually that's pretty decent and then had it on her cereal so and then she stopped drinking milk which is so good for the everything so and just that small change in her life had a big impact on will have have a have an impact on everything else and i think that that method is just so much better than forcing it down people's neck like there was a lot of nice comments on my post that I asked people to put on there was a really nice story about how this guy had been vegan for like eight years got with this girl and now they've been married and she has become a vegan because not because he pushed her he was like I literally just said you do what you like this is what I'm doing I'm just gonna you know if I cook we'll do this and yeah and I also think the other one someone put Someone said to me on a date, well, how would you raise your children? Would you expect them to be vegan? And she's like, we're on our second date here. It's too forward. Like, I'm that person that hates the where will you see yourself in five years question anyway. So don't ask me how I'm going to raise my children. Like, I I don't know. What, what will the world be doing? No one predicted COVID. The world might be in a completely different place in five years' time. Like, I can't tell you how I'm going to raise them. I will not raise them if it means that they're deficient in some things. But like if they have to, if I have to give them stuff, then fine. I don't I haven't researched it. I know people do raise their kids vegan now and there is lots of and they and they can live healthy and happy lives, but I haven't researched it enough to answer that question to you. And also, I've not got a child, so I don't know what I would do. And also, don't ask me that question on a second date. I don't even know if I like you yet. That's a question for I don't know when you're actually having a serious conversation, like, are we going to, is this a long-term thing? Do you want to marry, get married? Do you want kids? That's a that question, not a second date question. Um, so, yeah, I think I've covered the top tips. Um, apparently, if you are vegan and you listen to this, there's a single vegans Facebook page if you only want to date vegans, but be prepared for the very strict vegans because I don't think there would be any lenience on that profile, um, which is why I wouldn't do it, um, because I'm not a perfect vegan. I'm really trying. I'm starting my own vegan brand, my own vegan trainer brand, and it's something I am very passionate about. 
but I'm also quite conscious that I'm not perfect and I hold my hands up to say it before anyone else can call me out on it um so yeah thank you for listening I hope that you've all learned a lot from this and can take elements away from it I hope half of you haven't got into my vegan waffle and thought oh she's waffling on about veganism again I'm not listening and actually if you have done that doesn't matter because you're not in the right mind frame yet and you'll get there when you start dating a vegan and you think oh Eliza did a podcast on this let me go back and listen because it will happen and it will grow it will be a trend well it's not a trend but like a there's definitely a forecast for it and you'll thank me at some point so thank you all for listening again um I think this may be the last one in the dating series I recorded a really exciting one last week with my sister when she was down on mental health um which I think will be part of series two now you guys know me a little bit better we've covered some of my dating faux pas and discussed my veganism and dating and I think it's time to like move on and talk about mental health um there's a couple I want to do on mental health um I want to do some on the expectations and imposter syndrome and perfectionism so I hope you've all enjoyed this topic and are liking subscribing and sharing it as always so thank you all for the support thank you all for the lovely comments as well um it's one of those things like I said like I did have imposter syndrome on it and I'm just proud that I think I've got like I've like for the number of views that I've had I'm like wow I didn't think anyone would listen to my voice this much let alone that many views and listens so I really appreciate it I'm also really enjoying it um so thank you all for listening and I will speak to you guys soon